Junior's back. She's an amateur. Nobody has caused the amount of destruction Junior has. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first with an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview. Man, two times in a row, we're talking to the main number one on the call sheet, director Brian Levant. The guy really directed every seminal movie of my childhood, Beethoven, Jingle All the Way. This week's sequel, Problem Child 2, Flintstones. He worked on Happy Days, so much more. Don't forget to check out his book, My Life and Toys. You can find it on our website, sequelsonly.com, or just look for it on Amazon. Great, great chat. And uh, wow, I am so excited to talk about this movie because I feel like this is like our sweet spot of era of movies. This is like Mannequin 2 years-ish. Uh, but uh, yeah, before I mention anything about Junior and Ben Healy and the the town that is full of divorcees, uh, I gotta introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you, man? I'm okay, Doug. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. It was I I honestly like these are the type of movies. There's like this formula. Maybe it's the soundtrack. Maybe it's the people that are in it, like these familiar character actors, like not all characters, but you got John, uh, John Ritter, Jack Warden, uh, Lorraine Newman from the first, the first cast of SNL. You have Amy Yasback, which I don't know how she's in this one. If you remember, she's in the first one as the bitch wife. But I think Brian, because he kind of alluded to that in the interview, that's how he kind of got everything to work because he got Amy back, which I, I also didn't know that she was married to John Ritter. Yeah, they got married, I think, after all this. I yeah, don't think they, they were even together at no, this no, point. No, no, because she was with him when he passed away. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know when they got together. But, uh, yes, yeah, so you're making some faces. Uh... Well, okay. So, my qu- and I always have questions. Um, mm-hmm. My question here is, who's the audience for this movie? Because it's obviously too silly for an adult. Like, if, you know, they're not going to promote it as an adult movie. However... This being a kids movie, this might be the grossest movie I have ever seen. And and that's saying a lot. And the innuendos and the the things that go on in this movie, this is not a kids movie. It's not a kids movie. Well, this isn't a kids movie by today's standard, but this is a kids 80s 90s movie that we're going to throw in so many jokes that are for your parents that they're going to be involved as well and want to watch it with you. That's how they got. I, I don't, but uh, you know what? I don't think this is a kids movie in, in, in like, this is, this is a teen movie, like a, like a teenager movie, but it's geared towards young kids. Cause the two main stars are like eight. So, you yeah, know, but the jokes are like so inappropriate and seriously a disgusting movie. I mean, like I this is like, this takes like, like I always thought that that the throw up scene in Stand by Me was you know the top. Like you know, like you think it's like throw up scenes. That's always like one that everybody talks about. This one blows up. That one's like dry heaving compared to what happens in this movie. And and I have to be honest, I'm not sure if I ever saw this. I thought I did. 
I didn't remember any of this. So um, this was the first viewing, I think, for me. Fun, fun. Now that throw up scene, which we'll get, we'll get way into it. But I love scenes like that because you think it's going to end, and then it just keeps oh. going and go. It was like the Energizer Bunny. It, it was, it was just, it was gross. And again, there, there's at least five gross scenes, and not to mention, this kid should be in jail. He literally no, almost murdered. And, and I want to, I want to say murder because I know this is slap sticky, but. The things he does in this movie, first of all, he might be the smartest person on this planet. The things, he's eight years old, clearly he doesn't go to school at all, and he knows, he could do MacGyver stuff better than MacGyver, you yeah. know, he's, but the things he does, he, if this was like a real life, he would have murdered at least six people. Oh, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I mean, the, the, he never ugh. really gets in trouble. There's like a newspaper article that we see. When they're flipping through, when Lorraine Newman, Lawanda, when she's flipping through like the, like this, like the newspaper articles about Ben Healy and the whole family and Junior, and it says like, Junior goes on, uh, what was it, a crime spree with convicted killer? Because she won't, he went with the bow tie killer at the end of the movie, I guess. But so, so he doesn't have a name. Like they just call him Junior. He's just Junior. I don't even know if he had a name. In the first one before, I don't know. Okay. And I don't remember the first one. So do they get, they get a divorce in the, in the end of the first movie? So, uh, they, they don't really show that they, she didn't, she like wanted a kid just to be able to go to the, like the neighborhood parties. Like she didn't like that. She wasn't invited to like birthday parties and stuff. So that okay. was her reasoning behind wanting a kid and she wasn't able to have one. So they adopt it. Okay. And then, so like, but at the end of the movie though, do they, are they still together? Like as a family? Like, you I, know, think like they, the... I think, I think they are. And then they probably like, Hey, well, let's just do a whole new angle on the next movie. Let's move to Mortville. Let's go from cold river to Mortville. I, I, okay. And I'm a, if I remember correctly, you know, John, first of all, love John Ritter. And like, you know, like some of the things he does in this movie, like when, when he's falling and he does like, Oh, I love it. Like it just reminds me of three's company and you know, so good. I mean, you know, and he's died so young. So that's, but I'm assuming in the first movie, if I remember, like he was like a nice, like kind of like, just like, you know, like like a nice dad laid back in this movie. He's kind of like one. He's, he's, I don't know how long he's in divorce because junior looks the same age in this movie. It wasn't the first movie, but he's, goes on how many dates he looks like he's trying to get laid the entire he's movie he's the whole movie and yeah, well, he hit a gold mine he hit a town like his sleazy neighbor said uh that it's 50 to 1 ratio well, okay and let's be honest i mean the women that were lined up oh no well no i have okay. notes about like a few of their dresses uh, yeah okay i'm gonna say like you know like out of a 10 they were like averaging like five you know, oh, of, yeah. of, you know, like, they, you know, like it might sound great for a divorced dad to go into a town with a divorced women, but that would be like a nightmare. Like you go, you're, you're newly divorced and you're ready to start dating again. And you go to a town that has all divorced women, but they're all like fives and under. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh man, that seems so funny, but no. So let's get into it before we yeah. get into it. I got to make this quick announcement is, uh, I, I've mentioned in the interviews, you heard it before, I helped uh, actor Larry Hankin put together his memoirs. It's called That Guy. It's uh, You buy it on Amazon. It will be in bookstores in the next 
month or so, but I'll, it'll be on our website, sequelsonly.com. And uh, yeah, some great stories in there. Some of the ones I sort of alluded to when I interviewed people because he was like my ins- inside uh, stories. Like I vicariously through Larry, I was able to use some of these like uh, tidbits that I've heard from over the years. And uh, yeah, actors loved L. Larry. So they opened up after I mentioned that I helped them with the book. So uh, love you, Larry, and uh, check out the book. But uh, and yeah, you know so- what? That's uh, yes. that's a great title because he really is that guy. You he know, is. he's in so many things and everybody else. That's the guy, like that guy, like I mean, and he really, that's such a great title. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And he looks the same still from <laughs> he all really those years does. ago. He really, he looks just older. <laughs> that's really it. But uh, yeah. yeah, so this movie is cool because I know we mentioned some of the stuff already, but uh, uh, we had like the universal, you had like the cool, like universal, like the nostalgia of that, not like same universal doesn't make movies, but just that era of movies. And dude, I got to ask you a question. So. I do have the opening song. We're not going to listen to a lot of it, but it sounds like a very similar. All right, you listen. Sounds good, right? You like that song? Who is it? I don't know who it is, but it sounds eerily similar to my favorite song of all time. Is this Doug? Not, not the same. Yeah, Doug in the Pontiac, <laughs> but just this the voice. Yeah. I guess well, that's like it's the 80s. angle that they want. Yeah, it's sure. Yeah, so late. Yeah, this is nine. Yeah, ninety, early nineties. But, but yeah, but yeah, I think like if you didn't tell me it was the early nineties, it has such an eighties like vibe to that song, yeah. and I feel like so many songs in the eighties had that kind of. So I'd be curious to see, you know, if it was just like a one hit wonder for just the movie or if they actually is like a band that we might know and don't realize. Yeah, I don't it. know. But the song was catchy. I liked it. And it, like the nostalgia of road tripping. And it's so funny. That is road tripping. Like it's really, really fun in the beginning. And then you hit this like weird patch. Like when they show them eat it like checkers, they're eating at every place and then they're sucking down Pepto-Bismol, each of them. And then they look absolutely miserable. For being in the car. So here's my question. Oh, okay. Because where did they live before that? Like, where are they driving to? Because I think okay. they end up in Washington State. Yeah. Th- th- it looks like it was a long drive. Yeah. My, but I have a bigger question. What does he do for a living? Well, he worked at his dad's sports store. Okay. okay but, and he's still, but he's clearly not still doing that. So, because, because the things that they have in that house, first of all, the size of the house on the inside Great and then house. the things that, that Junior house. has is ridiculous. Like, like he's loaded, and they don't really talk about his job at all. And <laughs> not only that, I don't think he works in the whole movie. Does he go he to work? He doesn't. The, the, only, <laughs> the only mention that – I know, again, he has all the arcades, big TV. Yeah. He has the arcade ship bed. Which is I, – I would I – mean, okay. that right there, that's like that's like the, the toy kind of like – so – Clearly, he makes money because I'm assuming not a lot of kids have that. That's like a unique gift. So when I saw that, I'm like, all right, what does he do for a living? And He's like loaded. loaded, but they don't talk about it at all. Yeah, because his dad comes to live with them because I think his dad was kind of falling on hard times. That's why he was. And we'll talk about the the rewrite I would make of this movie to make it a little more sense than than the actual the way the 
I really like this movie. I'm not going to say I don't, but there's like this part of the story that to me makes zero sense. But uh, no, the fact that like Jack Warry, Big Ben Healy, he's trying to sell franchises to a sporting goods store because he's like hard on cash. That's why he came to visit his son because it seemed like it was a far drive. So why would he leave his sporting goods store? But I don't know if you remember when they're in the bank, which is in a few scenes, but it's like not there's not too much to it. It's just the only the first time Lawanda lays her eyes on John Ritter was when he says, I would like to take a loan out. You know, I kind of want to go into business for myself. And because all the women are super horny for him, he's like the number one eligible latcher. She gets like really close to him. Last mention of work for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And, okay. So and I have a question about the driving part, but back to Lawanda. First of all, she doesn't look like a Lawanda. Like I was such a weird name. Like I, I think I, that bizarre. Because the fact that she's a Southern belle. Yeah. Right in Washington, I think she was in. I swear that was Washington, but yeah. So what? Maybe I missed it. Why did she want to get married so bad? What was she looking oh, like, dude? I great question because this it makes me think of American Wedding. Why is there a rush? She's been married seven times before, and we'll go into the little trials and tribulations that happen. Yeah. And she still was like, "I don't care. I'm getting married on Saturday." In my head, I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, they're not explaining. Like, they don't explain why. Like, she's obviously super rich, but they're not explaining yeah. her reason. Okay, all right. So we'll get to that. So that's part of my rewrite. Right, yeah. So back to the but back to the drive. So yeah. first of all, I mean, the kid looks a little too old to be wearing matching clothes to the father. <laughs> okay. when, and I and when I they show like, up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, and they do that on the in the drive the whole in the beginning of the movie, but throughout the movie, if they're not wearing the same outfits, they're wearing the same colors. Like there was a, like John Ritter had a shirt that matched the clothes that Junior is wearing. It was it wasn't the same, but it was the same colors. Like that seemed kind of weird. First of all, very weird, very weird. Okay. Very weird. Then you have there's a scene like there's a scene of Junior driving the car. Oh no! no. I, I, yeah, was that we, a dream? The whole, like, like I, no, I think that was real. But we see like we see Ben sleeping. And then it pans over and and Junior's driving. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, what is it? Like, I, I, it's like there's a lot of stuff in this movie that is so bizarre that I just don't understand, like, what, they, what are they doing? And, like, John Ritter, when he at one point decides to, like, run over street signs. And, like, <laughs> I it's, I, I, it's just so weird. Like, this, this movie, like, what is the plot of this movie? Like, what's the plot of this movie? Oh, that's what i mean there's no it's, i love the movie i really enjoyed it it was a lot of fun there was a lot, so many funny parts to it and i love the characters in it but no plot it was really obviously the the, it, it, the goal is for ben to in his mind it's i'm gonna find junior i'm gonna find you a mom so you have a mom again but really he wants companionship but he wants to do the dating part like that but that's not a plot to the movie there's really no it's no, not a plot and I feel like this movie was 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 made as a sketch comedy. Like each scene is another sketch comedy scene and it just I don't know, it just it was it was like the scenes don't make sense. Like there's so many scenes that don't make sense. It was just like let's just make another funny scene. Let's just try to make another gross scene and just make yeah. another and like it just it's a very weird movie. Like if you break yeah. it down, it's very weird. <laughs> no, it definitely is. No, Brian was saying like they put because the first one did well. And this one, I think, did pretty well, too. Um, they put the date out 
of when the next one was coming out before having a director or anything attached to it. So they got Brian because Brian had relationships with like, uh, uh, with Jack Warden because he worked on the show. He had a relationship with Junior, the actor's uh, family, because he cast Junior's brother to play Fonzie's son on Happy Days, like at, in the 80s at the end. So, and he shot TV for a year so he could get it done in the 40 days they needed to shoot it. So that they needed to turn this movie around quick. So maybe that's why it does seem a little sketchy because there are, they're really like, you're right. There really is no like plot to it. No, but we'll, and, we'll, and, we'll you talk know, about how we fix that. Yeah, and 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 you know, one last thing, I you know, I looked up Junior because I was like, you know what, before I, we we got the director, I'm like, you know what, let me see if I could try to get Junior. That'd be great. You know, he he, he stopped acting. Like he only made like a couple of things after this, and he and he was done. Like I'm so like for a kid a to start his own movie twice and then stop acting, that's rare. Like so bizarre, and yeah. I was hoping to get him, but he he hasn't done anything. He, I think he made like even the girl in this movie, the little girl who was might be worse than Junior, like as as a child. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. I, and she never she stopped acting. Like it, it was just yeah. So you know, you surprised. know, what she looked like she looked like uh, Pee Wee's girlfriend she, as a kid. She does, <laughs> yeah, she does, and she sounded like her too. But she had that same like why kind of uh, yeah. face. But no, uh, you're right, and he's good in these two movies. Like Junior's like br- dude, he's kind of. In the scenes, obviously, like him and John River have great chemistry, and the kid just crushes his line. He has Gilbert. Very, he, the scene oh. with him and Gilbert is like gold. He has great comedic timing for a young kid. Um, and then you know, again, you, he his lines are basically adult lines, so it makes oh, it yeah. like. And the way he does it is very fun. Listen, I think the little girl was good. I think you know, like oh, yeah. the fate, the faces that she kept making, like you know, like such, a, and she looked young, like she looked way younger than him. And she, again, I think she might be way more evil than him. Um, between yeah. the both of them, they both should have, they might have murdered about 10 people. So, oh, well, the end scene, she, she should be in prison. Oh. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, well, e- easily uh, be in prison. But uh, yeah, so right. when they show up at the house, it almost made me think of because it seems so far away, like the house, like. It seemed like he never seen it. Like, when did he go out there on his own? Obviously, he could have took a flight, but it was almost like he was kind of shocked at the whole neighborhood. Like, the fact that when they pulled up, you're telling me, like, the real estate agent, who was probably a divorcee, like, tipped off the entire neighborhood, that the one woman was holding a cooler, like a big igloo red cooler, like, holding it up in the air against her chest. They were, like, anticipating their arrival. If there's such a thing as the divorcee, you know, capital, state, whatever, or town, do do you think they would wait outside like that? Like, are they waiting? Like, they literally waiting for him to get there. Like, like because they 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 swarmed it like flies and crap. The minute he yeah. walked in that house, they were all they already had their pies made. They already had their baked goods made. Like, they were all set and lined up, ready to go. <laughs> That uh, that other guy, you know, who you can do to get free pies. Oh. The 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 guy next door, the sleazy guy. He could just be like, "Oh yeah, my single buddy's coming in town today." And then they would all get together, and make their pies, and he would get a ton of free pies. Now, is he part of the divorcee? Because no, you don't take- I, that's that's what I thought he was, but he wasn't because he goes, "Oh yeah, do you, uh oh you got the uh, what do he say?" Oh no, because he said, "Oh, I'm divorced," and he goes, "Oh, and you got stuck with a kid." Oh man. And he has his kid. 
He has his two daughters. Yeah, but we but, never but saw he, his wife. Yeah, you don't see his wife. So I mean, I think he's part. I think it would have been funny if he was online also with a cake. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be really funny. But no, just the fact that they were like waiting for him. Yeah. And uh, I should have took that clip. We have some uh, fun clips. So if you're watching, you can see it. If you're listening, you'll be able to hear it. But when they, uh, but so so they're playing football in this really cool house. I love that house. It reminds me of just like an old Victorianish house, the built-ins. And it everything. does. But if you look at the outside of the house, it does not match the inside of the house. Oh, of like, course. Yeah. The outside. Movies, yeah. No, but the outside looks so small. And then when you go inside, these it's rooms a big house, are yeah. massive. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to fit his spaceship bed, uh, it takes up a lot of space. But so you have the one blonde who is honestly like the most, the one he goes on the date with, the most attractive out of all the oh, housewives. She's, by far. She's the first one. And she kind of reminds me of the wife from The Great Outdoors, John Candy's wife. She kind of looks like her and she's been in a ton of stuff still, but not the same woman. But right, right. the way she, it's like the weirdest thing to even say. I don't even know how to word it, but it is like the most <laughs> unsexiest, the way she sticks her finger in the pot, in the cherry pie and like wipes it on her. She doesn't even touch her lip. She like wipes it like on her cheek. And I rewound it and watched it three times. It was like, why couldn't they just do like, she sticks it in and do like, maybe she sucks it off or something, but no, wait, wait, wait. she, you're, you're telling me it was very unsexy, but you watched it three times. Because I had to make sure that my eyes were seeing what I, my brain was thinking I was seeing. Because it just the way she like missed her lip completely and wiped it like on her cheek, like it was a like a booger. She just like wiped it. You think she missed her mouth by accident? Oh yeah. There's no way that was supposed to be in her How mind. You, that wait, was no, sexy. No, wait. How do you miss your? So that means when she's eating donuts, she just smashes it in her cheek. Yeah, I think so. So, Bad she, depth so, perception. so she's like friend of the podcast, Robert Hayes, who has a drinking problem. Yes, she, exactly. She, she has an eating she problem. Has a, she has an eating <laughs> That's a good bet. I don't know if that's been used in a movie. That'd be really funny. I have a real eating problem <laughs> slamming a burger in their head. But uh, <laughs> no, just the fact that, again, I know, okay, I want to be show this guy how sexy I am. But what if the guy's a germaphobe? You're out. This yeah, is how you know, You're done. Oh, oh but- he he's not a germaphobe and it clearly worked because that's the first date he goes on. It does, yeah. There's a, a deleted scene. There were seven minutes of deleted scene. I I watch a few of them. One was it was uh I guess what set up their date because we didn't really know they were going on a date until he just announced it. So there's one, she was outside the house stretching, like at the at night, like going for a jog. She's like doing the sexy stre- stretching. And I know where John Ritter sprints upstairs, sprints back downstairs in all workout gear, headband, and he runs out and and stretches next to her on the. So he's the a creep pole. in this movie, though. He's you know, I mean, he opportunity is definitely man, a creep. Absolutely, <laughs> he's like this is the opportunity. But so to talk about the clothes. So did you notice the one woman what she was wearing? I have to be honest. Like I, I was looking <laughs> at their faces and yeah. E- e- Oh yeah, I know. There's a reason there why a, they're divorced. Yes, Yeesh. there was a woman that was wearing a dress that had numbers on it. It said one, like up here, two here, and like three, like down there. And she was standing there. I'm like, why did wardrobe give her that, or did she choose to wear that? It's like a, she a teacher. What What if that was like her normal clothes, and now you're just like insulting her just on based on her style? I don't like it, lady. I can count. <laughs> 
<laughs> can count. You think that's going to woo? Oh, maybe she's going to be like, oh, I can teach your son how to count. Oh, he's old. He can count. All right. He's old enough. Well, but well, shouldn't they use a better name for like a divorcee? They should have used like a punny kind of name. Like it's Mortville. Does that do anything? Is, is, Mort- that, a, is that a real town? Mortville? Oh, I'm sure maybe somewhere. But no, just Mortville, home of the Love Rock. So what do you what do you think? You know what? I didn't even realize that. So this is the this so this is the divorce town, uh, you know, whatever. And there's the love rock there. I know. That doesn't make sense. No, I just I just didn't Oh wait, no, that does make sense. It does make sense. I was just saying, like so I didn't that's I didn't, why people go there and he right. had no idea. I, oh, I just okay. put that together. I didn't realize that. So when you said that. Yeah. Um well, what what kind of punny name would you think for a divorce town? I don't know. I was trying to think of one when you were just because I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I, no, I was hoping. I was really thinking they were about to have a rip torn moment or a, a gill moment because yeah. I was like more. I said it like kind of slow, and I was like more. Nah, nothing. You know what? This th- that f- for a movie like this, they definitely should have had a punny kind of name because it would yeah. fit perfectly. No, totally. And uh, yeah, so we get the, the women and obviously what's his name? So, you know, Junior's like, hey, dad, we just got here. We're throwing football outside. And they must have food for weeks because that line was super long. Like, so then we get the neighbor comes over. Yeah. Let me. What's the time frame of this movie? Like from from moving in to the end of the movie, because it feels like literally it's like a week. Yeah, I think it, I um. I would say it's maybe two weeks because I feel like he's with Lawanda for about a week and they get married. Really? It looked like, it looked like Lawanda moved in and like the next day she's looked like she's been living here for five years. That so like it's, so I, and you only see the kid in school, what, three times. So like, I almost feel like it was a week. It was only like a week. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, there was a deleted scene at the school, but yeah, no, it really wasn't. It wasn't as long as you would think for all these dates. And uh, and even though we're not at school yet, that the big kid reminded me of Stingray from uh, Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, no, he's been in a bunch of stuff. That big, yeah, no, he definitely reminds me of that guy. <laughs> no, he was in a bunch. He was like a '90s tropey, like oh, sure. bigger kid. I don't know what other movies he was in, but uh, I definitely remember from this movie, like. Uh, but yeah, so uh, right. so then we get we talked about him before with the sleazy neighbor who lives next door, the creepy twins who are like so frightening. They were in Camp Nowhere, and we just watched that like a few weeks ago. Like so creepy they are. Like they're asking him for money to be. Oh my god, you have to pay the toll to live in your neighborhood. And Junior's like, God, man. Again, Junior, I know is evil, but some people just treat him like shit. So I kind of get it. Wait a second. I- they don't treat him like crap until he does something ridiculous. So let's, I mean, let's, you're, you're, you're actually like siding with you. Like you understand why I'm a he's, junior. no Man, way. He's misunderstood. No, please. Listen, you know what? Based on the twins, the little girl, junior, the kids in this movie are horrible. Like they're all horrible. The, the big kid in the class, like there isn't a good kid in this, in this movie. Not one. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> They're evil. This is like Children of the Corn. Like this is like the prequel to Children of the Corn. And I feel like <laughs> the, the the next movie would be them. You know, with Malachi and everything else in the. In the, in the 
But no, so then we get that guy and he's telling about the divorce at Capitol and he's like, hey, go. Oh, no, you're right. No, no, there is a wife. We just never saw her. Because remember when he says, he goes, hey, Ben, go inside and get some of my barbecue sauce from the missus. And that's why he goes inside. And that's when Junior turns on the propane tanks. That's a danger that you could read him from space. That's how big it says danger. Oh, my God. And I love when the guy's dropping the match and he's like, oh, I'm going to get you, little fella. And then you're like, oh, what's going to happen to this guy? And you're right. He'd be dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, would you ever stick your hand and no! face in there? Wow. That's, okay. That's one thing. But I loved the fact that they show you from the, the bottom of the grill up. So you can see him reaching in there. Uh, like, yeah. And again, the fact that Junior is – like, he knows what to do to cause harm everywhere he goes. Like he knows the exact – you know, whatever. And – was his intention to murder this guy? Because I've, in I, real life, this so. guy would have been dead. Oh, he's like, dead. You know what's funny? You just mentioned it. You know who he reminds me of? The way like he would... Obviously, this is a comedy, so he's not really killing people. But this is the stuff Chucky does. In like, the oh, first easily. two child plays, he does like little things to put people in the situation. Or Leprechaun. Like, put them in their own situation, like their own trap. And then they, get, they basically do, do it to themselves in a way. What came out first, Problem Child or, ch- or Child's Play? No, Child's Play. Because they both have red hair. Both ha- same haircut. And they, they do. And they and they kind of wear the same clothes. Do they wear the same clothes? And I don't know. Uh, no. But I wonder if they, like, they ha- they based it on Child's Play. Because he does, could look like Chucky a little bit. Like, that would yeah. be a great costume for him for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Junior has to go to school. He doesn't want to go. And this like, again, these lines that are like adult-ish lines, like older than his age. Okay. The fact that he yells to his dad in the drop-off line, I'd rather eat a turd. Okay. All right. So two things right off the bat. Yep. One, John Ritter is that strong to lift up this, take out the seat of the car, the full seat, (laughs) and and, and, and rip it out like the Hulk. Take it out of the like front Hulk Hogan seat. did in Suburban Commando. That's what right. Hulk Hogan did. So John Ritter could do that. But this is a brand new school in a new town. The kid's 10 years old. He's just going to send them in there, not going in with him, not going to bring him to the office, like not like schedule them. Like just go ahead, go, go to the principal on your own. And, you know, like nothing. He Again, parents are bad in this movie as well. You know, don't get me wrong, but like you don't you don't take a kid to school the first day. And a He's brand new school waiting by his door. He only got through like half that line. They're still waiting with pies and muffins, you know? Well, you know what? Throughout the movie, he definitely like hustles out of the house and leaves <laughs> Junior alone all the time. So I know. Okay. He, you <laughs> don't need a babysitter. Oh, you got uh, uh, grandpa's here. And you know how I feel about Gilbert Gilford. You know, I'm I, I, Gilbert Gilford. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his, oh. uh, but I know you love him, but oh. Like so, he played the principal in the first movie. Is that what no, it is? No, this is what's even funnier. He was the he was like ran the orphanage in Cold River, so I think that's what makes the joke even funnier that he just ran the orphanage and then he's just. So I obviously had to get a little clip of uh, of Gilbert because man, so good. <laughs> that's when he first sees Junior and Junior the evil smile. What am I doing here? What are you doing here? I belong here. You belong in Cold River. This is Mortville. What are you doing here? 
You're not here. That's it. That's the only answer. You're not here. Ha, ha, ha. You're not here. I'm imagining you. You're a figment <laughs> of my imagination. Well, if I was a figment of your imagination, could I do this? Oh! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I can't take did him. Did something crawl in here and die? <laughs> God, them to get just them two, their chemistry. You disgusting, flatulating kid. I just had a new paint job too. Oh, this is horrible. Is that oh, the first Greg, disgusting moment? Third. Third. <laughs> no, that's a funny one. I, I mean, wait. Does a does a fart smell that fast? I, I literally like <laughs> as soon as the sound went. <laughs> you have dogs, dude. You know when your dogs rip sometimes how quick it could stink. Uh, not that. I don't know. Look. Uh, okay. I can't take him. I like. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Oh, man. So good. His yeah, and then we get the whole. I was yeah. say the kid, like the fact that he's acting with adults, like, and like he, the adults talk to him on the same level as, as if he's another adult. Like that's, that's how good this kid is. And, and, you know, as again, very surprised that he stopped acting because he's so young here and he was able to carry two movies. He could have done more. Oh, yeah. No, he could have definitely done. It's funny. If you look at the other movies he did at that time, he's just like kid in room. Like, I think he was in Parenthood with Steve Martin. He was just like a random kid in the movie. But, uh, no, he's so good. I think that just him, he doesn't look like these are guys like Gilbert Goffrey was a comedian for so long in a bunch of stuff at this point. So it's just so funny to see a kid like seems like, yeah, whatever. Like no yeah, fear, Gil John Ritter, yeah, but, a legend yeah, at this. Yeah, point. but Gilbert acts like a child, so I, that's a good he you does. know. Like so, between him and the kid, that's a good you know mix. <laughs> but but I love his reasoning to get rid of the kid because the school only goes to uh, sixth grade. So he basically just bumps this kid up to sixth grade. He's supposed to be a third grader, just so he only has to see him for the rest of the year. Well, based on the things the kid does, he should be in twelfth grade. You know, and. When we get to the class, is that really sixth grade? Because they're doing two plus two in the in the classroom. Well, they're doing two plus two for the the what's his name? I'm gonna call him Stingray. So it's, it's just call him Stingray. <laughs> he had like a he had a name like it wasn't like Ox, but it was like no, some kind of. But okay, but still like, yeah, I get. I mean, I don't know. And the the teacher, I mean, Teen Wolf, you know, like he he's got issues himself. Isn't he a Team Wolf? No, oh, no, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, Back to the Future. Yeah, no, but he's really funny in this too because you're so used to seeing him. Even in other movies, you've seen him in when he's in the military. Like he's, yeah. always, I feel like he plays a general. In, I feel like he's in Top Gun. He plays a general in Top Gun. Yeah. And you see him in all these movies. And to see him have this like compassion, silly side in this movie, it was pretty funny because I loved how excited he got when Junior was like, it's five, you moron. And then he's like, oh, Five. 
I'm going to go get what he, what he was like. I'm going to get some workbooks for everyone to look at. Yeah. Well, why was he excited about that answer? I guess because people really answer, but it, what makes no sense is somebody answered a question before the fat kid didn't know three, two plus three. So I didn't really understand that, but maybe he just never gets participation. And since it's a new kid, maybe that was something that right. made him feel good. But dude, the next scene makes zero sense. The fact that this fat kid is trying to get junior and junior. Okay. Okay. We see him grab the tape. Okay. Which is totally fine. Like if, if we would have cut to the next scene and we saw junior, the guy just taped to the ground, fine. But he was taped to the wall sideways. No way. How did he get him on the wall? How did he pick him up? We and, could barely combine okay. pick him up. Okay. Okay. Let's just say, well, clearly, I'm all, they're not related. I would say John Ritter could rip out a car seat. So maybe there's strength in a family. But let's just say junior has ridiculous strength just to lift the kid up. How is he holding him in place and putting the tape on there? So let alone that he can't even pick him up to put him against the wall, but he, he was able to tape him up so well that he, you know, like, yeah, that made no sense whatsoever. No sense. I was like, what? How the I, hell? I, I did. I like the fact that the junior, this kid should be in what, third grade or whatever. He had no fear of this big kid at all. Like, yeah, he really has no fear of anybody. He talks back to every single person. That's around. He's good with it too. Yeah, his name is Murph. Actor was Eric Edwards. He looks like a Murph. Blade, Candyman, Little Rascals. He played Spanky's dad two years later than this movie came out. Oh, dude, you know what he's from? He's Doberman from Sergeant Bilko. He's great in that. That's oh, a wow. good. Okay. He's good in that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, yeah, dude. He's remember he he's doing the push Spanky's dad yeah Th- that's ridiculous <laughs> that's ridiculous yeah very very but uh yeah oh my god so funny oh my gosh god damn the fact that he lifted him off so then we talked about this a little uh a little bit earlier when we see ben sign up for a bank account like at the bank whatever the name of the bank is it's whatever her last name is but we see lorraine newman show up and Nothing against Lorraine Newman, which she's funny. I think she's really funny. But the fact that they showed her as this like sex pot, like her intro, and we got like a booty shot at one point in the movie too. A few, t- a few times, like yeah, like bizarre, bizarre. Well, she's wearing not for nothing, red, and they're making John Ritter this hunk. When, when I don't think like you know you don't picture John uh, Ritter being a hunk. Like, you know, all these women were even Lorraine, you know, I, I get it. It's divorce capital, but they, I think it was more, they all kept saying, oh, what a hunk. Oh, he's so hot. Like that's John Ritter. He's, he's not the hot guy. He's the well, I think guy. you're like what you said earlier, like, you know, they're a bunch of fives. So they're looking at a six and they're like, oh, okay. all right. that's a hunk. Wait, so you're saying John Ritter's a, a six? Um, yeah, I would say he's, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but you know, but yeah, but comedy makes you, you know, fun, you know, like. I mean, like, well, you, you bump know, two? A two. I mean, you're a funny guy. You think you think Jamie's going for looks, or you think she's going for the comedy? Oh, it's all it's all looks. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> no, uh, no, I just maybe that's it. Is I know. Divorce, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like you. But, but seeing her as like this, the sexy, you know, throughout the whole movie is it was. A little, first of all, I didn't, I didn't know who it was at first. I'm like, she looks so familiar, and I couldn't figure it out. And then towards the end of the movie, it was something she did. And I'm like, wait, that's Lorraine Newman. I, you know, and listen for Lorraine Newman because again, she's not someone that I think of as like a sexy. You know, she didn't look bad. You know, no, for, know. no, it was for, good. No, her role was totally fine. But just, just the seeing first her in that role, her. yeah, yeah. But to be honest, she was great. I, I think I really, I think everyone in this movie in their role really knocked it out of the park. I don't think there's one character in this movie like ah. Uh, even the one guy who plays like the Russian ex-husband or divorced husband, separated husband, he has been in so much stuff and like just random bits parts he was in Tommy Boy he played one of the executives on the board and just randomly we see him in this movie but everybody oh. think plays pretty good so that uh weird. yeah so how about the next part talking about how bad the kids are and how many people should be murdered in this movie how about so after this after Lorraine Newman you know sets her sights on uh on Ben falls in love then at school uh you know, he's feeling a little happy, Ben, because all the women are checking him out. And he goes, runs up, high fives Junior. And then a satellite dish pushed by Murph falls off the roof and goes through Ben's head. He he goes through the satellite dish. Yeah. Like, again, another murder. Like, think about, and he, another kid. So the kids, um, you're going to tell me they're not children of the corn? They literally try to murder all the adults in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all they're trying to do. They really are. And let, let's be honest. I don't know any. And, and you see this in movies all the time. You always have a hot nurse in all these schools. I know when I was in school, it was like an old lady. Like it's uh, the nurse is always like an old lady that, you know, like, you know, old timey nurse. There's no way they look like this. And, and every high school movie is always a hot nurse. No, I know. I can tell you a quick, funny story. I <laughs> Can I tell? Oh yeah, I tell. so when I went to middle when I went to Middlesex, yeah, we didn't have a hot nurse in school. But no, when I was in Middlesex County College, I remember we had to go do a physical, the old, you know, cough. And you've done it this whole, whole life. You gotta do it. So I remember it's like going in, I was 19. I remember just being like hung over or something. And in my mind, I think the same thing. I would see me some old guy or some old lady. I, I no joke. I remember it's like going into this room. And the the doctor, she was, oh my God, I don't even know how old she was. She was so beautiful. All I remember is in my head. I was like thinking of like Abe Fagoda. So <laughs> nothing happened. But did you say, can you check the other side too? After? Just, you, you, are you sure you check, check again? Check, check again. <laughs> just to I make sure. I, I want to so make nervous. sure. Just make sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Amy Aspect. I love her. She's so good. Yeah. We just watched her in The Mask oh. a few weeks back. She's so good in that movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so weird that she's back in this movie. But maybe that was something that uh, you know Brian did to uh, get John Ritter hooked back in, or the studio did. Maybe they're like, hey, we get four months again on location, or forty days, or whatever. You can have your wife. You don't have to leave her. Or yeah, but didn't we see that recently in another movie where it was a? It was a. Who was it? We saw this in another movie where it well, was a different mm, Munchie. Oh no, but not it was a different Andrew same... Stevens. Andrew Stevens, same guy, different character in the movie. No, no, no. But I'm saying a movie we watched recently where 
the same actor, but it was a diff- different role in the second movie. Oh, well, Teen Wolf? What do you mean? Oh, no. What's his name? Uh, uh, uh Ron Howard's brother. Didn't he, wasn't he in, he played like a, we, something recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we did Silent Night, Deadly Silent Night. Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night. Right, we had yeah. the same, yeah, he played a different character, but then we had the woman that was the friend who right. was the main character in the fourth right. Silent Night. No mention of her craziness that happened like the Christmas. So maybe that's something in the eighties. Maybe that's something in the eighties, early nineties that, you know, they just bring back people and just bring them back. Are we going to do something with them? No, there's going to be in the movie. We're going to make people think, you know, 30 years later on a podcast. They're going to think, well, think about it this way. If if you're watching this for the first time, I bet you're not putting two and two together. Like, especially as a kid, like you're not thinking. Yeah. And just how different she looks in the first one. Her hair is up. Yeah. She doesn't have glasses. She's like very hoity-toity in the way she talks and everything. This she's like down to earth because she has a problem child who who we meet for the first time. And man, what a uh, you know what though? Based on what she does and knows, you know, because she knows karate, maybe th- maybe these kids are super strong. They're able to tape someone against the wall because I mean, like the stuff that she does is ridiculous. She what is she? If he's supposed to be like ten, she's got to be like seven. She's, she's got to be younger. I know. She's tiny. So, but yeah, I mean, she, she's, she's, a, she's a nut. <laughs> she's a nut. Yeah. No, they're I funny together. Part, they are funny together, but I think there's a part later on. The mom says that she stole a car or something or a station. Oh wagon. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about when they have a, when they have like a, who has the worst kid off in the car. <laughs> oh yeah. You're crazy. Maybe for this town, but junior so-and-so and now oh, yeah. my daughter and they're like, yeah. why are we arguing about this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a okay. weird thing to argue about. Yeah. All right. My son's a better felon. No, my son's a better felon. <laughs> but no, I lie. So, so is this where Julia Lorraine tries to write? Uh, trying to he draws on her no, face. No, where they meet. Is this where he draws on her face now? Yeah, I think so. Because this is where she goes, I would not do that if I were you. Right? Yeah, what does she do to get him back? Because she turns the tables on him really quick. What the hell was that? Well, she did karate on him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Like that was the him. first like, interaction, right? Well, no, the first inter- interaction is when they were driving, moving there. He does a slingshot into her balloon. The balloon, yeah. And then the third time is in the bathroom, right? Yes. When he chases after, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we, uh, so Lorraine Newman, I mentioned early, she has like that whole frigging book about everything about Ben Healy, the family, you know, his height and weight, like Junior's criminal record, like everything. Okay. Why would she have that book? Like that, that knew he knew she knew his height and weight. Paul Wilson, her uh, her assistant, who's a great uh, he he know speaking of Larry Hankin, he knew Larry Larry knows him really well because they were doing improv in San Francisco in the late sixties. Man, he's really good. And he's really good in this movie too. Like he's playing. It looked like he was really playing violin at the end of the movie. Like that like looked real, but he was yeah, funny dude. in this movie, like being her like whipping boy. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know why, would, what would the height and weight, but she is just obsessed of getting married. Cause at this point, she's a character that's probably 45 years old, right? 40, 45. Yeah. She's yeah. married seven times. Well, they probably only last like a year. <laughs> okay. So, Think about how many women must be in this town and very little men. Because if she's excited for John Ritter, who's just been there one day, one yeah. day, where are the other men? You know what? 
I would love to rewatch this movie and try to count other men because I don't remember seeing another man at the bank. Maybe are there maybe, other men well, in this movie? Whether you know what I'm trying to think, even at the carnival, outside of the guy that ran the the ride, I don't think there's other men. It's it's, a, it's all kids. Like I feel like this town again, children Lacorn. There's no adults around. Yeah. Like really, no men. Um, yeah, I I. It, it, there's, there can't be that many men there because she, again she's fatuate, infatuated with John Ritter after he's only been there a day. So yeah. if she's that excited to get married that quickly, you're going to tell me she didn't try with other men that are in the town. So yeah, th- that's weird. She's obsessed. And then the next scene, speaking of, speaking of like his criminal record, like obviously Ben with a dick move to go on. They've only been there like a few days, and he goes he's going on a date with the blonde. Uh, and then we get the babysitter. Which, okay. dude, that scene was probably talking about gross. It went from her eating food like an animal, watching pigs on TV. What? Yeah, was that was. That? I. She was yeah, eating I like a pig. That looking at, at a pig, I guess. And and not only that, I think the commentary on the the pigs was pigs are always horny. They the the guy said that. While they're watching the documentary, so for, like that's great foreshadowing for a biker boyfriend so what, that comes yeah. over. So, but was she watching it because she gets turned on by pigs? <laughs> hey Tony, like, was that, was come that over. Like, was that pig porno? <laughs> pig porn. <laughs> Had the big pig old pee pee. Okay. Pig porn. <laughs> but uh, the the fact that when he shows up and what Junior does. Okay. So. Oh my god! This is a, this is a kids movie. I mean, and well, what he does, only, no, no, not even what he does with the film. Oh, 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 before that, okay, you're talking about, How about calling both, the, within within what uh, ten minutes he calls the ex husband and says, "Hey, I just want to let you know your ex is on a date at so and so restaurant," and the guy shows up with a lead pipe <laughs> in his underwear. I think, like, right? Was I think it was? He didn't I think he's in his underwear okay. in a trench coat or okay. Just first of all, before he even gets there, so first of all. How does Junior know this guy's name? Probably phone book. The lady, he probably knows he the lady's last. La- he, he knows the last name and first name. This I guy? don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he said, "I'm going on a date with Mrs. So and So." Okay, you're gonna tell that it's only one guy that has that last name. Well, did you hear him speak? He's probably the only guy in that town that has that last <laughs> that name. That is true. Okay, check. So when they when he calls him and you see this guy at his house, he had. Two things that stood out. He had the starter kit box, which it said it literally it was a box that said starter kit. There was it didn't say starter kit for what. All it said was starter kit on there. And he had a can that was chowed down can. Oh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. But he didn't have any dogs there. He's eating dog food. <laughs> So he literally he was eating the can of which I, I didn't at the time I'm like what is this can it says chow down can doesn't explain what what he's eating and then the the box behind him said starter kit that's it that's it was so weird of like I guess they couldn't pay for product placement so they just put like those two things that. out there um but yeah so he was eating he was eating dog food <laughs> he times are rough but he had a lead pipe lead pipes got to be expensive they're pretty heavy yeah. but he oh. shows up. And I'm he, sorry. It wasn't underwear. He was wearing a onesie underwear. He had a, it was a onesie. What the, really? Yeah. He was, I, I wrote the old, he was wearing the old timey. Uh, it was an old timey kind of thing. 
Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, when he shows up and he like first he hits like the waiter or the the maitre d and then he kind of hits Ben in the head right away. And then the fact that the the girl yeah. she's like, ah, screaming, like, what are you doing here? And then Ben just protecting himself from like a, a deadly attack, and then she punches him in the face. Yeah, and then she defends their ex. That made that made no sense whatsoever. Oh, did that make not make sense? Or the fact that <laughs> he drove them home while they were making it out of the back seat of the car? <laughs> okay, all right. Why she he went there to kill him? She went. She punched him, and he's driving them home. You talk wow. talk about like a slap in the face for a date. Like you know, people had talk about worst first dates. How bad is your date where that you go on a first date? And you're you're driving back the the girl you're on a date with and their ex as they're making out in your car. Yeah, that is that's <laughs> the worst date ever. <laughs> that is, and then awful. you get home to a possible crime because if that girl, I'm sure she's over eighteen, the babysitter. Okay. But the fact that when they pull up, the the cars are stopped. You have the the sleazy neighbor's bowling team sitting on the front lawn. Dude, I hope this girl is over eighteen. They should have made a joke to uh, some kind of like just exposition like, oh, yeah, she's a sophomore in college. Something. Uh, so it was kind of weird that all the people in the neighborhood were watching her get ready to have sex. Wait, wait. So wait. So the fact that okay, we don't know if she's over 18. How about the fact that you had a look like a youth baseball team also watching this with their coach? <laughs> there, so there's a youth baseball team watching with their coach, you know, the bowling team, the bowling. Team. And did you hear any of the things that they were yelling? Uh, no. Like, OK, so one of them was. Wow, I didn't know she would do that. Okay, and the other one is she isn't a real blonde. Oh yeah, I wrote that. That's, oh <laughs> like, no, you're right. The, I did write that one. There yeah, were she's a couple not a natural blonde. <laughs> as like as they're getting there, you just it's like, and it was like in the peanut gallery. Like it was all the way in the background, so you they were just blurting That's out awesome. these like funny little things. Like I love that. Uh, and again, the fact that this kid is able to rig that up to do that is amazing. Like yeah. <laughs> But that's a crime. At, at, okay, so at <laughs> what point, being John Ritter, knowing what all the things that the kid's done in the first movie, and all the things he's been doing in this movie so far, and there's still like 45 minutes left, when do you say like, all right, this kid's like the devil child? Like, this kid's at what broken. point do you give up <laughs> yeah. on this kid? I mean, if you adopted one, you could adopt another one. Like, return him, you know, get your money back, and get another kid. You know what? I don't know what. I guess there has to be some sort of sense of I don't want to do that. But, dude, this kid's causing really serious harm. In the first movie, within like five minutes of him being home, he lights the entire bedroom on fire. And, and, okay. Right. So things like that, like he, he's he got if, – if this was a horror movie, like if Problem Child was a horror movie, this is like – we've seen it so many times. Like you have that evil child that does all these bad things. You know, the good son. This is this is the good son, right? If if, if it was a yeah, serious yeah. movie, it's a horror movie. Yet John Ritter kind of turned a blind eye throughout the whole time. And what makes me laugh is a point in a movie near the end where he goes, "You know what, Junior? I can't trust you anymore." Like he says that to the kid. It took him what twenty things that Junior's done to him finally say, "You know what? I don't think I can trust you anymore." <laughs> yeah, like you know, the all the, the 19 other things that you did that i know for a fact that you did are okay you know i can look but now i just can't trust you yeah 
And I feel like the thing that he did last, it wasn't the worst thing that he did. No, it I don't wasn't. Exactly it's, what it was. It was like very minor compared to the all the. It other was something that like he said. He said something, or or it's with the date or something. Yeah, it was very minor that he did. Um, but so John Ritter's got to be at fault here too, because again, this kid has almost murdered how many people, burned down houses and all that stuff, and John Ritter keeps turning a blind eye. Yeah. So okay, he just lets it keep coming back. And, and I could see if it was his real son, but let's be, be honest. I mean, between this movie and the last movie, he's only known the kid for what two years, maybe three <laughs> three years. Not even that's like a, I so, think that's even a lot. I don't know how long he's had. Okay, him. right. So it's, he's barely knows this kid. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just return him, and get your money back. That's all. <laughs> and then right after this, you have Big Ben Healy shows up because he's on hard times. He's living in the house, and again, they look so big inside the house. He's got to shack up with Junior and like sleep on the top of uh, his spaceship. And Junior, now this is this is your grandfather who's older, and Junior almost kills him by again super strength throwing him on the floor. Well, first shoves a shock sock in his okay. mouth to stop him from snoring, and then he just pulls the blanket down and he lands on the ground. Yeah, I mean, and again, that's it's got to take a lot of strength to do that to someone, and you know, Healy's not a small guy, so. You know, yeah, he he literally almost kills his grandfather. I do like the I like the fact that the grandfather can't stand the kid though. Like, oh. so that is pretty funny. Yeah, always. Yeah, he's, no, he, he hated him like right from the beginning. He's such a great character actor though. Like, you see him in so many things, and he's just so funny. Yeah, dirty work as the grandfather. Yeah. So oh yeah. Yeah. So good. So no, you know what? We forgot another interaction between Junior and the girl. So remember when they're doing that assembly? And Junior sees the girl, the Prince uh, uh, Tolkien is the actor who plays the teacher. He's doing that assembly, that slideshow from like his, uh, wait, does it seem like the bathroom is the bathroom thing? No, this isn't the bathroom yet. No, this is when he sees her and he goes, can I go to the bathroom? He chases her and she's hiding behind like a corner. Oh my God. And she pops out with a fire hose. Wait, oh was it an M80? God. She had like an was it an M80 or something? Or? No, no, no. The M80 is after this. This is just the fire hose that oh, shoots the fire. Him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because then that's the first time we meet Amy. Well, the second time we see we see Amy Asback earlier, but it's the first time like Junior like interacts with her. So why did yeah? But why did Junior take credit for that? Like why didn't he? Because he said I, I. Yeah, he he took he took blame for that. Maybe like uh, game knows game. He respects her for. Like one up in him because he never gets one up. Really, he never gets. He's like, and you know what? Tolkien at Home Alone. Like he could have been Home Alone three. Oh, easily, Easy. easily. And yeah, I, I mean, I mean, this is totally a rip on like Home Alone. Like they, they, he definitely could have d- done it. And so far, she's one up them every single time. Oh yeah, like he hasn't gotten her yet. I, although, does he get her at outside of the carnival? Does he get her at all? I think that's the only scene that he gets. Her I at. know, but that's a good one to get her. On. <laughs> that is. That's worth like five points. <laughs> All the other ones are worth a point, but that one is like, woof. All right. He could have killed her. He could have killed many people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. But yeah, no. So then uh, Big uh, big Ben, Ben, when he picks up Junior to see how he's doing, he's like all over horny as hell. Hey, can I take you out? Can I take you out? And she's like, oh, I can't because I can't. It was like kind of weird. It was almost like she was married, obviously. We know she has like uh, her own problem child later in the movie, but at this but the point, way she says it though, it's like it's like she's hiding like a big like like she's a Teen Wolf or something. Like she was like hiding oh like the, the way she said it though, like she's like oh I can't. Yeah. There's like oh, I forget how she 
she worded it. Yeah, she said, it. I can't because I can't. She right. couldn't even like give a reason. It was something weird. And I think this is was yeah. is this where John Ritter falls in the nurse's office? Or, uh, yeah, he there, puts there, his hand on hand the on a thing. I, yeah. I, I love that because that's typical John Ritter. And I'm glad because to me, there wasn't enough John Ritter. Like, I feel like, again, it, I know it's a kid's movie. I know it's about, but like, I, I wanted to see more John Ritter be John Ritter. And like, that was a scene that is totally what he does. You know, yeah, so yeah. great at Pratt Falls. <laughs> no, so good. So then how about the next scene? Okay. The lemonade. Oh, is this the lemonade? Oh, okay. So this is, this is the start of the gross stuff. I mean, <sighs> and okay. I mean, first of all, the, the girls are creepy as usual, but he, okay. He does. First of all, he does this outside. <laughs> he literally did it, did it in front of the car that the father was working on. And how much pee does this kid have? He filled up, <laughs> he filled up half a contain, uh, the, the pitcher. That was a big pitcher, too. <laughs> okay. And okay. And and obviously, you know, the, we, we knew what was going to happen. Someone's going to drink it. You're going to tell me you don't smell it as, as, the, as it gets closer to your, your nose. You're not going to smell it. Oh, you will. You have to smell it. But for the joke, I didn't like that. He, I wanted like a dumb and dumber, like, oh, like Harlem yeah. was nothing. I wanted him to like gag. He was just like, what did he say? Tart? He said it was like tangy like, or something. Tart? Yeah. Ta- something tangy. Ta- yeah. He said tangy. Yeah, like, and Junior just started cackling like a hyena. But I feel like it fell flat because there was no reaction from the father. Like he enjoyed <laughs> yeah. it. So like there was like that. That was so weird. Like, yeah, 100 percent. There should have been like, you know, that scene in Dumb and Dumber where yeah. he's some, either he, he threw up or did something like it would have been better if he threw up on top of the twins because he was trying to get the twins back. And so like that would have been a good, you know, payback to the twins. He never but, got no. them back in this movie, did he? No. But unless they were on the ride or at the carnival, because bystanders were also getting puked on. Oh, so, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and so the next date okay okay shows up yeah lots of questions about this the fact this is obviously very like like you said he's like a little kid macgyver he's a little macgyver the fact that he could rig this all up really quick to set this whole thing up but i think the thing that's even crazier is the fact that when she gets there i understand it's a joke but obviously I, I, women I, have done this I, in history i know what you're gonna say okay yeah but what she, how she, what she uses doesn't make sense. Two little napkins, two little napkins that were not even curled up like in a ball. They were basically <laughs> flat napkins. So what is, what is it? May, oh, unless she's maybe she's lactating, <laughs> and she's and she's just covering because it made no sense that she's putting just regular napkins, not folding like making it like I would think that if you're going to use them like women have done in the past you put it in a ball to make it like push push you know push it out further she didn't do that and is that a real thing hey you... listeners uh if you've ever dated someone or if you've done it yourself ladies at sequels only let us know the whole like napkin thing is that like a a, a one of those a things trope? that's shown in yeah like a trope only in movies i never knew anybody that did that um, no, I bet I bet you like I bet you it's a younger like I bet you like maybe like younger girls that are just you know just probably do it like maybe middle school just could try to be look older or something like that. I don't know if adults would do that because they have the chicken cutlet things, you know the chicken cutlet things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, but the other question is why is she doing it in front of his door? 
I don't know. Like, Last is second napkin grabbing. Yeah, like, but is that something like? What if he had a doorbell, like a, a door ringer? You know, like he could see. Like, is, well, this is nineteen ninety one. They don't have that. But if you, he you did have that, so? that would be kind of. No, that wasn't around yet. The guy invented it on. In, it got invented on Shark Tank in like four. You're gonna t- you're gonna tell me you know someone you know Hugh Hefner or someone didn't have a, a rich guy didn't have a a, 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 a a some kind of camera on the door. <laughs> maybe maybe and, you have to and considering that. the money that this that john ritter has i think he would have he could have it but regardless why is she doing it there like isn't that part of your getting ready you do it at home you look in the mirror like you know you make sure everything's Lipstick, in place yeah, yeah. shadow napkins napkins and <laughs> yeah that was kind of weird so hey honey but- where's the napkins we're out of napkins <laughs> why are we going through napkins so fast <laughs> Just like a big paper mache ball, like in front. But, but no, the, okay. This, so yeah, okay. So the, if this is a trope, wouldn't it make more sense then? You know, I know the trope is that guys put socks, do the socks, do the opposite. They put socks in yeah. there. Why wouldn't women put socks up there? Like a ball of socks would, I think, would be better than tissues. Yeah, but then it would look like you have giant nipples if you like put well, a sock would, up there. No, it wouldn't. If you have a ball of a sock. It's gonna look like it's gonna push it out further. It's not gonna make it look like a nipple. Why would it make it look like a nipple? A sock, balled up socks like this. Yeah, right. And it's gonna push the bra out. That's what they're trying to do. Make it look bigger. Make it look like a nipple. Maybe. What kind of sock? What kind of socks are you wearing? <laughs> Big ones. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, just the whole. I would love again. At sequels only. If anybody <laughs> has any inside information on that, we love to hear it. But no, the fact that the oh my god, when she shows up to the door, and I'm just like, dude, did you think she was gonna get electric? Do you think that that was gonna like? I wasn't sure what he was doing. With I mean, I knew he was doing something with the doorbell. I thought he was gonna have some kind of like a voice, so like telling her to go to. I don't know. Like I don't know what I was thinking. Electrocution was not on my my list of what I thought he was gonna do. Not like that. The fact that her makeup looked like Elvira. Like with she looked like the bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And the fact that she's stuttering now, she's like chattering, like when she speaks, like she got electrocuted from like lightning, and her hair is all over the place. It just yeah. And Ben's met her before, so I've obviously met her before. But the fact that he's just like, okay, see ya, and she falls outside. Do you think in his mind he's like, oh, next on the list? He goes to like a list that he has number call number three a hundred percent. But isn't he putting two and two together at this point? Like, isn't it bizarre that each date is ending up in a weird place? Like yeah. it's, they're ending very weird. He knows the kind of kid he has. He hasn't put two and two together yet. Yeah, he doesn't want to believe it. I guess because he has to know. Like this woman didn't look like this the last time he saw her. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe he feels that, you know, on a Saturday night, that's how she gets, you know, puts on her makeup and that's how she goes out. She was like, what's her name from uh, Dream Warriors? Because <laughs> that was like the look, like that punky it was. look. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now we get the M80. So the next scene is when they show up at the school and it's when he's chasing the girl and she, man, she's badass. She flips him off. And his next words are the bitch must die when she goes. How is this a kid's movie? 
I mean, again, that's like, that's a, again, an adult line. He's saying it to a child. He's saying it to a little girl. That's rough. Like that's, Oh my gosh. But for as crafty as she is and the terrible things that she's done prior to this movie. And then like in the movie, she falls through the old, like, okay, I'm going to leave the door closed trick. Oh. That she's like, ha ha, what a loser. She jumps down. He grabs her. And then in seconds she goes, you know what? I got this job. She's so little, right? Where was that M80 on her? I know. I, and she, and, and she, she has a few of them. In, yeah. in like, but, but he's also walking around with a slingshot all the time. Where's he? Oh, carrying, like, is and it, so is he just have a pocket of rocks all the time? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, he, he has un, unlimited. He has unlimited ammunition all the time. He's always ready. Uh, he, you know, he is always ready. But the fact that they had, they had the M80 and uh, you know, what's funny. I thought they were, at, I thought they were in the girls, girls room because they when they, they were right. Okay. So just that the pipes were connected. And then when Tolkien sat on the other side, because remember when she ran in there, he stopped at first. No, I do remember that, yeah. but I was trying yeah. to think of like when yeah. Tolkien is yeah. running with his like explosive diarrhea that he's about to have. Why is he sweating all the time? <laughs> this movie, no. In the in the whole movie, he's dripping wet, and his, his face is sweating all the time. Is that an acting choice? Like, and yeah, but and the and the diarrhea. Unless did I forget? Why does he have diarrhea? Like, is, did the kid do something? I don't know it? why they showed that. Because uh, because he's also wearing a diaper later, which makes no sense. Well, he's wearing the diaper, I think, because he burnt himself from some from whatever. Maybe there was some like because all the pressure from okay, the water so, it hurt so him. You can't wear it. Okay, the diaper he's wearing is like three times too big. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. And so like, so he has he's wearing like like an adult baby diaper that he's looked like a baby Huey <laughs> kind of thing. Like, okay, so if he, if he really burned himself. You can't wear pants over the diaper. Get like the pens or something. Like he has to wear a baby diaper as he's teaching. He's in the classroom teaching with a diaper on. Or the other option, like stay home. You have vacation days, I'm sure. Sick days. You had <laughs> hurt on the job. The teachers union would not let you keep working. You'd be sitting home collecting the check, man. A kid almost killed you. The, and we again, this is another trope you see in movies all the time. Is that is that really what happens every you know if you drop an M80 in the toilet bowl is that what happens like one of the toilet bowls will explode like it's like a random like only one so it's like a it's like one of those it's like Plinko you drop the you drop the <laughs> M80 in the toilet and one of the toilets in the building they don't we don't know which one it's gonna blow up so you take it a chance if you go in the bathroom at the same time I, I would always think like wouldn't the wick just go out because it's wet <laughs> of course it would and the size of the M80. I don't think it would fit. It in wouldn't toilet. fit. I, I don't, no, it would not fit. It would just so, explode. Yeah. It, it totally, like look, it, it totally look. That's not what an M80 looks like either. Right. I That looked like a stick of dynamite from that like, like bigger than a stick of dynamite. That uh, thing was huge. Well, it was, it was, it wasn't as long as a dynamite, but it was definitely fatter than a dynamite. Yeah. yeah. That's totally a Wiley Coyote kind of like, you know, dynamite, you know? So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then again, yeah, then from here, what, like, it's like, just craziness for the rest of the movie because Big Ben is wants to fight Junior. He's like so crazy at this point because he hates the kids so much. Or again, he sort of has some kind of like right to it because of the stuff that you know that Junior kind, does. This kid threw him off the bed and stuffed a sock <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> and, I love that he runs at oh, him ahead. and he does the old Olay and he flies <laughs> out the window. 
Again, another murder. So at this point, this is four murders now going on. Yeah. And and I like the fact that they quickly get in a car. John Ritter can't find his dad. I thought he was gonna be I thought he was gonna run over him. Like oh, they yeah. don't show they didn't show where he was. So I yeah. thought he was gonna literally run over the car like like have like a speed bump and like have the car bounce <laughs> ran over the father. But then at this point, this is the first time we see uh Lawanda show up and to she has like this giant fruit basket to be able to she wants to give to Ben. And this is where big this is where Big Ben like sees an opportunity. I don't know if at this point like he knows who she is. Yeah. Like really, like because like obviously he wants her money because he's but, hard but he, up on money. How did he? How did he? Big Ben know that she had so much money? Did I guess later it? in the movie, there's probably something that was said that she like owns the bank and she has a ton of money, or she mentioned it when they were in the house. Okay. Uh, but uh, dude, the carnival scene. Uh, Next scene. Okay. Do you, you have a clip of that? I don't. I should have had that. That's one thing I should have clipped. But okay. The so. The fact that Junior was just ticked off because the guy was a dick when he said he couldn't ride the ride. And he's like, oh, man, it's only a centimeter. He's like, get out of here. And then everybody's picking on him because he can't get on the ride. And then the little blonde somehow gets on the ride because she's wearing lifts that are huge. Ridiculous. Yeah, she's wearing platform shoes that are so. But is the guy being a jerk? I mean, literally, I mean, there's a reason why there's a sign there. Okay. No, but he does kind of snap at him a little bit. No, he does. But I, I, my question is though, like this little girl again, who's like six or seven, is at this carnival by herself. Like <laughs> know. you know, like we know these carnivals. I mean, you know, you you know when they come to your town, they you know, there's definitely a lot of shady people, you know, running these Carny these people. rides yeah. and like the hangout. And this little girl who's like seven is there by herself. Not good. Where are the well, parents? I think I think that's still for the audience. Even though at this point, I think I already had a guess because I, I didn't see this movie in a long time. I watched a little bit before I talked to Brian, but I really feel like did you know that it was already because it wasn't revealed yet what? that this was the oh, nurse's. No. I daughter. had I had a feeling. Uh, I had a feel, just be, because, like I said, when she said, um, "You know, I can't date you. I just can't." It. In my mind, I'm like thinking like, oh, I, what is she like? Some kind of werewolf, like like something weird. But then I'm like, it's, um, <laughs> it's quite obvious, you know. Yeah. So I I still like Teen Wolf. That would have been good. But I yeah, I, I had I had a feeling. It wasn't revealed yet, but I had a feeling. So, yeah. but yeah, why wasn't she there? Well, that's why for us as the audience, not to know yet. It wanted to be okay. like some reveal as later in the movie. I, I, but uh... I get it. But it still shows you that this, she's allowing her. I wonder why you have no control over your child. You know, she she literally has no control of the child. I mean, you know, she goes, "Oh, she's doing this again. I got it. Yeah, I, I can't date. I can't." You know, so okay, but she has like teacher that, hours, so she's home at three or three. Oh, easily. So, yeah. yeah, but the fact that Junior knows, first of all, I I've never seen behind the scenes of these rides. But is that they what the like panel box? No. I say, it's ridiculous. Of it's what... probably like a rat and, and cheese behind some of those old carny rides. They're not put together. They're put together with like flaw, like old dental floss. But oh, the fact that yeah, it looked I... like so perfect, yeah, like with yeah. the screen, it looked like it's brand new. But dude, and the fact he, when he, he knows uh, what to do, and and the fact not not only knows what to do, but the fact that the ride has the capability to go that fast. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, Why would it have that capability? I have no idea. But the fact that when it starts uh, going fast and fast and dude, the vomit was like, it looked like to me like milkshake and it had like this weird consistency. To well, it. it was a gray. It was a, it was thick like milkshake. It was like grayish color, but somehow every single person that threw up had the exact same vomit. <sighs> It was all that same, like, you know, it's just, and I, I, I was not expecting vomit. Like I said, I didn't see this movie. I don't know what I was expecting. I thought, but I don't know. And, and, and if I did maybe like a little vomit, this was an absurd amount of vomit because the fact that, okay, you, you're getting one being thrown up on, but everybody got hit in the face with the vomit. Everybody yeah. in their mouths, all over the place. I mean, the the stingray was covered, covered yeah. like like he rolled around in mud, like it was so gross, like really it was gross. I had a favorite. I don't know if you had a favorite in there. There was one of like parents with like a kid that was probably like six or seven, and they both started vomiting on the little kid. Yeah, I, I you know I was gonna say what parent would like you're gonna tell me you can't turn your head? <laughs> I like, know, or do the old. I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, like, you're going to literally, like, if you have to throw, like, I, I just came back from a trip from Florida, and when I tell you that we, uh, the other day I was talking to one of my friends about, you know, you know planes and, like, throwing up or whatever, I haven't seen it in a long time, because years ago, they would have these barf bags on the plane. Yeah, like, they you know, like those Do they? I, but you never, no one ever uses them. Like, I think back in the day, maybe they had more turbulence, so, like, people, yeah. and would you would you know that the girl behind me, the little girl behind me, threw up in the aisle? right before we landed like like <laughs> chunks all over the place and like i literally was just talking about this and like so like and i i went to my wife i'm like you know like couldn't she just like you know her mom bring it to the bathroom she's like sometimes you know you, you can't get there that fast okay so back to these parents that are puking on their child <laughs> they couldn't turn their head it's all it takes they maybe they didn't want to it was just so funny. It was just projectile on the head of this kid. Everywhere, everybody was dripping, dripping with puke. <laughs> and this scene went on for a good like eight minutes. Like it was a long yeah. scene. And Way like the fact long. that you see the girl, you see the little girl on the ride, like going dizzy the whole time. And then you keep seeing Stingray, like getting more puke on him. And like it was so foul. Like it was gross. It really was. Yeah. And this is the first time that he does say, uh, Ben, when he, when he sees him, he puts two and two together for the first time, even though I think he kind of has it in the back of his head. He says, you know what? You really are a problem child. And this is like, Whoa. And then dude, this is the part when they get home and Lawanda Demore, it's Demore bank. That's what it was. Uh, and the freaking dude, really, what would you think if you showed up at your house and everything was different? Like honest, really? How long was he away from, away for? They were gone that, for like two hours, three hours tops. That the carnival? entire house was, cha- yeah. I mean, and but he was okay with it. Like he, like I, it was the the rest of this movie for John Ritter is very bizarre. Oh, because, totally like, bizarre because it, and the fact that even at the end that he got the girl that did he really want her. It seemed like he wanted her, but then he was almost going to still marry this freaking psycho woman anyway. Yeah. But again, and that's, that was my question early in, when we started talking. What's the time frame? So Lawanda fixes this house up in two hours. 
And literally, like the re- like, I feel like she's been there only like two days, and it's like she's been there for like a couple of years. No, I know. Like no, the fact and John just... Ritter is it, they're settled in. Like he's acting like she's his wife already. Like he's literally <laughs> like you know, it was like so he doesn't even know this woman. Like how much does he really know the woman that he's like, all right, let's get married. Yeah, and are you okay with the fact that he had some cool shit in there? And I feel like she got rid of all the arcade games. I've never ever seen yeah. them again. And Junior's room is clowns again. What? Did, oh, so that was from the. First, how does she know that he didn't like clowns? I don't know. I was trying to think. There was there was probably something they cut out of the movie. I guarantee the old man, Big Ben, <laughs> said, "Oh yeah, this kid loves clowns," just to like piss him off. But yeah, dude, the fact that everything was changed in the entire house, yeah, I right away I'd be like, holy shit! But this is the story that should be the movie. The movie, the story, of the movie should have been not her seeing Ben. It should have been Big Ben seeking her out to try to get her with his son because he right. needs the money. Yeah, but he kind of no was doing reason- that. No, yeah, he but he was kind of after he was- the fact. But Ben shouldn't have been into it at all. It should yeah, have been his dad was only pushing him like the wedding day, like, oh, you have to go back and marry her. But it wasn't he, like it's it Yeah, but he's a pushover. Yeah. He's a he's a pushover. So I mean no, he was he just is. going along with it. But yeah, I mean, so but he was I mean the Big Ben was pushing for it because he kept saying the money and all that stuff. But again, like John Ritter barely knows this woman and he's already like like I it just that was so rushed, like I that didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. By the way, maybe it's her you know booty. The, maybe it's her booty when she's dust busting. That's what listen, it was. Dust busting. Or he already went on how many dates already? Maybe she's the last woman left. <laughs> Could you imagine? Because you know, he hasn't. We haven't seen the other ones. I mean, none of them, the other work. So maybe that's she's the last one. He's like, all right, listen, I don't have a choice. <laughs> so, but you know, the mailbox number, uh, the house number is. Is it sixty nine? No, it's nine one one. Oh, really? That's pretty funny. <laughs> So is this? Are we at the the dog part? Oh, dude the the dog in the rest of the movie and the random commercial in this movie I think are oh. some of the funniest things. When he hypnotizes the dogs and he just says like you'll bite her butt entirely off, and then the dog's a statue. He's like, what's his name? My neighbor when I was a kid, he had who was the Bud Light dog in the eighties? Forget his name. Uh, Spuds McKenzie. But he had a step. Yeah. He had a statue of that dog, like my neighbor did, a big, heavy plastic yeah. one, and his dog hated it. And I'll never forget that. So seeing him in the, seeing this dog, a statue. They basically made a statue of this dog. Well, they made, yeah. But the fact that, like, <laughs> like so, Junior. First of all, again, not the direction I thought. I thought the the dog was actually gonna bite the, you know, yeah, yeah, me too. And then the me fact too. that, huh? yeah. And so the, the so the dog is frozen. And then when Junior realizes it, he picks him up and just throw, tosses the dog in the grass. He did, like, he threw the dog away. <laughs> well, let's not forget, he did throw him away, but he looked like he threw him really far away. But the fact that the dog sort of seemed like it randomly appeared, because Big Ben was looking around for the dog, and then no, the dog was in the bushes, and it almost looked like it moved. Like, the way he saw it, it looked like it was appeared, because it was like... Yeah. Five feet away from him, in between two pots, <laughs> like not hidden, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but God, <laughs> the the fact that so she's cooking a, a special dinner, and I love that she changed everything in his room, every single thing in his room except his cockroach motel. And how many how many how many cockroaches? 
Oh, I know. There's no because because yeah. they're huge. First of all, they're huge. So like, how are you gonna fit in there? Yeah. Again, another disgusting, disgusting scene. Like, oh, did really? Stan, did is... uh, did our buddy uh, Stephen Kutcher? I should have looked at it. See if oh, uh, just... Stephen worked on this one. I don't know if he you did, but so many bugs, too many bugs. Oh, and oh. just the way he does it, like the way, like you're not seeing. You, first of all, you, you see the little tomato move. You know, oh, and I know. I'm like I'm bouncing like, back which, and forth. Yeah, but but it was like rolling though. I was like, what? Like that? I don't know. That didn't make sense. But the fact that she's eating, and then like she doesn't feel that huge bug on her Ugh. face. Like she literally Ugh. had a massive bug on her face, and just oh, so gross. <laughs> really was. He ruined the whole meal. And I love that not only it's in the salad, which there's a lot of them on the table just in the salad, but yeah. then when she looks over and all the food's covered oh. in it, I'm like. Dude, how many cockroaches do they have in this motel? Is that like a? Is that how people keep them? Just like thrown into a, a basically. Do a people actually have cockroach motels? I don't know. I've never seen. It's I've a, never seen anything except like for that. maybe our our bug friend, the bug wrangler, yeah, might no. have. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, or the fact that John Ritter had how many on his back later on? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that they're still like it just so like I really again I I feel like this movie is like a bunch of like mad TV skits, you know yeah. each scene is because like again the cockroaches on his back weren't moving at all it was like a jacket that had cockroaches you know glued to the back of his jacket, um and it, that's what it because they weren't moving it was just so silly it was like you know yeah, although no, I yeah. I gotta tell you I do like Lorraine Newman's interaction with the kid because she sees right oh through yeah him dude. And like yeah. yeah. Cause she does the whole like, oh, let me talk to him, you know, like yeah, mother. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes a mother, and he's she, she just goes right into threatening to send him to boarding school, and yeah, yeah. okay. But this right. is where we find out uh, that the Trixie's mom is a nurse because at the school they're sitting there and they're doing like this play on democracy, and then I know where you hear you hear like people getting beat up, and you're like, what's happening? Then the puppets come back up and you hear like sex sounds. Did you not think it was Junior? Like I totally I thought, thought it was Junior. junior I, yeah. I was not thinking the little girl at all. Yeah. At all. But she quickly hogtied three students. <laughs> like, I don't know where she learns this. I don't know who her dad was. Maybe her dad was like a wrangler or Listen, she knows karate. She she could hogtie. I mean, she's she's badass. Like she's really ridiculous. I would like see they should have made a, th- a third one with her. Yeah. I would, That's- to me, like, again, I think she was like for a young, like little actress. I think she did a great job because she's, oh, she, yeah. she had to be younger than junior and uh, just her facial expressions of like evil are just so good. Yeah. And then this is where uh, he kind of felt bad. John Ritter felt bad a little bit because junior is like, Hey dad, I saved you a seat. And he was like, Oh yeah, but, man. But junior, like he, he had a smirk on his face. Like he knew, like I, I wonder if he knew what was going, like, or he just like happy that it. I don't know. Like he was like that his father got embarrassed. Like he was like like la- like almost laughing at his father for after it showing like ha, it wasn't me. You look like a fool yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. You know, yeah. Every other time, Dad, it's me doing these terrible things. This one time, it's this girl. But no. So after this part, this was crazy because he goes because even when Junior's trying to talk to her. Uh, they're talking about like, cause even Ben utters the phrase, she be perfect. Like nurse, uh, nurse Annie be perfect for me, but then, eh, you know what? I'm okay. I'm going to marry Lawanda. Like the next 
like in, a, in less than a week because the wedding's on a Saturday. So they keep saying a Saturday. So we don't know if it's like a Thursday to a Saturday or whatever it is. But it's like it makes no sense that that happens. No, it doesn't. But also knowing that she, she's a terror, that she has a daughter for a terror. You think that's a perfect relationship bringing another problem child into the, the family? Like, I, I would think you'd want to stay. I don't care, you know, how much you like this woman. The fact that you already have basically uh, Damien as a child, you know, <laughs> that you're going to you're going to want to bring a second one in. That I think that's crazy. No, I know. But that would have been you're right for a third movie. It'd be cool if they got them all together. Like, get them out. Oh, they're, they're married. And a, now you see them like cruise, in like a cruise somewhere on the like out. And just like wreaking havoc, that could have been pretty and good. Just them two, like the, together, because they they definitely do a good. They're they're very good together. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next scene is really so funny because it, again, this is like a sketch when they oh. somebody called animal control. I guess they were looking for the dog. That's why they called. But then we get a random chow down commercial when animal control <laughs> shows up, and I have to ask you, what was next to the dog? Was that a giant turd? Yes, that's multiple turds. Because the same one I had at the end of the movie. <laughs> it, it was like a. It was the biggest turd. Like I can understand maybe if like a Saint Bernard did that, but this is this dog is like is like the size of like the dog from the mask. You know, like yeah. a tiny little. You know, like Jack Russell. That turd was massive. Like again, so silly. Like it makes no sense. Like it doesn't make sense at all. But it just like it just again a, thrown in there just to, like for like for for laughs like and these two guys that come there the the one guy squeezing the other guy's like butt or like rubbing his shoulders <laughs> it was such a random thing to like just throw out there like because it it's not addressed the rest of the movie at all like nothing like that it was just like a small little thing like which is so, so weird like it's it just like all these scenes. It's a skit. It's like a, such a sketch comedy movie is really what it is. I love every time that you're like, man, this is like so crazy or so weird. And then the next scene somehow ups that because junior <laughs> overhears the rabid dog's blood tests. He steals oh it. He sends it to a lab somehow within like minutes. Uh, somehow it attaches to Lawanda's name. She's having her eighth bridal shower, like the nerve of her inviting the same people the eighth time to get more presents and somebody gets her like negligee. It's kind of weird to do that because it's been eight times of this. this is the eighth one. But I love the scientist who's been in a bunch of stuff, character actor, yeah, like little roles. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that he's looking at it and then we see a cartoon on the microscope and he goes, get animal control on the phone now. <laughs> but, wh but why would you call animal control? If this is this is a woman that had the 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 rabies or rabies right was rabies You're yeah, right rabies. yeah so why is it called animal control that is true why did we get the same <laughs> guy showing up at the bachelor party with the I feel like did they have a they had the rope thing right I feel yeah, like no, they, no, had, they the, had the, the net no they had the note thing they had the net thing with the yeah yeah, catch yeah. It. yeah and she she's eating a a, a, a powdered donut so she's that, like they think she's falling she from the rabid. mouth yeah yeah <laughs> and they're trying to catch her with the net so good <laughs> and but she thinks they're strippers. Yeah. So so she thought that the dog catch the like if you're gonna hire a stripper, 
the dog catcher is going to be like the costume of choice. I know. Could you imagine? Like that'd be fun. Yeah. The most rant. Maybe she's into dog uh, catchers. Okay. She's the dated dog catcher in college, so they're like, "Ooh, let's go back to those days, Lawanda." Okay. Is is there such thing as a dog catcher? Like, yeah. Is there there? So there's a, there's a car that uh, like a truck that goes around towns with a a, a net that looks like it's for fishing, and yeah. and the they collar, try to catch and the and the co- and the collar thing to snap. Yeah. No, no, no. But they have the net thing. They, he didn't have a collar thing. No, he didn't have the collar thing. But no, I, yeah, I think they have that. They definitely You've have seen, it in major cities. I have like never red. seen. I've never seen it. Okay, I don't think they have a dog. I don't think there's a. I, I don't think there's a dog catcher that drives around catching stray dogs. First of all, how many stray dogs are around? Never. It's true. Okay. There's no. There's no dog catcher. There's no such thing as a dog catcher. Last time I mentioned Larry Hankin, he played the dog catcher in Annie, in the original Annie, and every dog catcher in every movie. And Tom and Jerry, there's always a dog catcher. You know, they all look the same. They all dress the same, same kind of like van. And again, the stick with the net on it, that's going to stop. The, that's going to pick up the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> My dogs would break it. 125 <laughs> pound pit so bulls. They so ripped that thing up. But no, I know. Right. But just the, just the fact that so from here, she gets taken to the hospital. They have her like tied down because they, they're like, they saw her blood. They're like, oh my God, it's rabies. She looks insane. And she's still, this is Friday. Okay. So she still okay. wants to get married tomorrow. Okay. Before you get there. So I don't know much about rabies, but if someone does get rabies, are they that much of a threat that you have to tie them down, strap them in with belts and like, so they can't move? Like, did they become like a zombie? Like they can't run. Cause clearly they're afraid that she's going to, what attack? Like yeah, well, rabies- I guess because rabies, yeah, it, uh, it does something like your ner- central nervous system. So maybe she could start like flailing because that's what dogs do. Or like if you have like a raccoon gets rabies or something, they get a little. Get I don't. A little I crazy. don't think. I don't think you start attacking people. And if anyone's ever had rabies before, please let us know. Yeah, at sequels uh, only. We yeah. need to know. Yeah. So yeah. your homework, you gotta. You got to make sure if you put napkin in boobs or you knew somebody that put napkins in boobs. And if you have rabies uh, or know somebody that got rabies, if you have both, maybe we'll have to send you a sticker or something. And if you know a dog catcher, oh, I need to know, know a if catcher. a dog catcher or if you're a, a dog catcher. So if you're a dog catcher who's gotten rabies and also you put napkins in your boobs, <laughs> you're a guy or gal. Oh, That's you win. Only let us know. You win. You win something. Uh, but no, so, yeah, so she's tied up. And the, this is the funniest random throw in ever, right? It makes, I mean, okay. Do you think it's anyone, anyone ever asking for the surgery? Yeah. You you think people are asking for a bigger nose? I would think for a record, there's the cat person that did surgeries to make themselves like the cats or somebody that wants like Michael Jackson. Wait, wait. So, so you think there's that. someone out there saying, you know what? I want to have the biggest nose in the world surgery, which you're going to be stuck with. So that's, that's you, that's, you think someone actually wants to have the biggest nose. So you, you really think there's people out there that get, get kind of a reverse nose job. 
Would, would that be considered like a reverse nose job? Uh, yeah, I think it would be. But no, I think that's just the just to the point of having a record to get a big nose. How about the no, wife? Goes, How wait, about wait, the wife? It, it goes the wife's reaction to the whole scene. She was pissed off about the whole thing. She looked like, but why? Why are you doing this? He looks so excited. Okay, but I need to go back to this for a second because it's beyond getting you know having a big nose. You're talking about the biggest nose. So ever the surgeon, if if you're if you're a, a surgeon and you're giving someone the biggest nose. I, it's it's a reverse nose job, first of all, and is I, I I don't know. I can't imagine someone really doing it. All I know is insurance would not cover it. So <laughs> I don't think we mentioned cover... <laughs> we mentioned what happens in the, when the dollar amount she mentions. So well, so we'll get to so so okay. again because he's so smart. He switches the charts, which happens so many times in movies. Doctors, I guess before computers, it was very easy to get somebody murdered in a hospital just by changing a chart from one room to the next. All of those things would happen because we've seen it so many times. You see it so many times, but like, dude, the doctor's not, I mean, that's not the only thing that has their name on it or double check. Like, like they just, okay, whatever this says, we're going to do. We're not going to, you know, check anything. You know, if it says amputate the leg, we're going to amputate the leg. You know, it doesn't yeah. make a difference. Okay. And 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 she just so happened to be sleeping that they took her in for this surgery. She wakes up and she looks like the Wicked Witch of the West. It's like, that's how big this nose is. This was Roxanne big. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it was Roxanne big. But it's so <laughs> funny, the fact that the next scene. So, oh, well, first, before we get to the, I guess we could sort of mention, just like close this part out. But uh, yeah, so at the wedding. Just real quick. Okay. Just to mention this scene. part. Okay. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about it afterwards. So the pizza place. Uh, what oh was the name of it? It had a really terrible name, like Pizzerita or Pizzeroni or something ridiculous. But even this scene got gross. Like, oh, you remember the and, pizza and, that looked like slime? I was gonna say when she's peeling it off her face, it's like literally like slime, like. You know what? Now that you you mentioned it, the fact that it had a, such a weird name for a pizzeria, it, it got slime in the pizza. Like that, yeah. it was so gross. And the aim that everybody had was incredible because everybody they every throw landed on someone's face. Now, did you think Gilbert Godfrey was at the same place? Because it was a dive pizza bar. We saw Junior walk in, and then that was the whole setup to make it so like, oh, he knew that you know the nurse and uh, Trixie were going to be there, and then we show this other shot we see this place it's so divey and then what did they do like i hope that real bar in real life doesn't have one heart-shaped booth <laughs> so there's a heart-shaped booth that gilbert and some smoke show woman were sitting in okay i i i think first of all there's no way gilbert is having a woman like that next to him Okay, that's first of all, but it it, it it where like the heart shaped booth totally reminded me of those like places in Pennsylvania that have like yes, the champagne. I know like, exactly what you're talking it's about, yeah. it's such a cheesy like you know like yes. Heart shaped jacuzzi, the same... heart shaped bed. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it totally reminded me of. Um, but you know, like, I I wonder like in movies when they do something like this, like is it like such a free for all? Like they really like say, hey, you know what, we're gonna have a food fight. And everybody's in, and what they, they film everything, every, every, and whatever lands though, that's what they're keeping. But like, they really have like these deep food fights. Cause it was massive. Like it was I all know. over the place. 
<laughs> I love shit. I love like when Ben stands up and he's like, gets like ready for it and then throws that, uh, th- throws that over. But it all starts with the kids and the meatballs throwing it in the girls' boobs. Well, this is the start of the kids starting to like each other. Right? Yeah. I think, right? Is it so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because when they leave, that's what's crazy. They have a great night. They're kind of like any two. And then he's like, yeah. oh, do you want me to help you with something? He says, oh, let me help you with something. And she's like, oh, but don't you have a big date tomorrow? Or they're going to go for ice cream, maybe? Why would they, why'd they go out to dinner in the first place? Was it a date? No, it wasn't a date. No, no, no. It was yeah, a setup. That's what I'm saying. So it was why setup, would, why? Yeah. Oh, so. Oh, that's right. They 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 happen to be there. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. You're right. Okay. Because yeah, Ben was even like, "Why would you want to go to this place?" He's like, "Oh, Dad, I heard it's the best pizza around. I'm in the mood for pizza." And then they gotcha. just happened to be there. I don't know how Junior knew she was going to be there because Trixie didn't really want to talk to. She was like, "What are you doing here?" Because she was like yeah, totally yeah. like against it at first. Yeah, but yeah. Like you said. Okay. She's kind of like they're like kind of in. They even make a truce, and they're all for the parents dating. Right. Right. Okay. And then they even get together because they want to have a plan. So he calls her when they get home. She shows up and then they go to the Love Rock. Uh, okay. To so wish how close, on the Love Rock. Okay. okay. How close is this girl? Again, is seven years old. Leave, it, it has to be at least midnight. Yeah. She's walking to his house, which she's never been to before. You know, she, where she somehow knows how to get there. Who knows how far they live from each other. Well, they are close because they made that. That was just before they got to the house that he shot out of her balloon and she fell down in the opening scene of the movie. Oh, so it's pretty close. I don't know. Like how I wouldn't want my daughter walking even two blocks that late at night. But I know okay. I did probably at 10, 11. Well, I know she's right, like right. seven, okay. but okay. All right. So, but, they, but then, but then they walk to the rock. Yeah. They go to like, sort of like pray to the love rock. Cause they want to, they want to be able to get everything together. But then, but that's the, point of it because they wanted to bring them together so they were both ran away right obviously again ben oh no that's the line that ben said because ben was like oh do you want me to help you get get her home and he was she was like oh no it's okay i'm sure you have a lot going on you know with the wedding and everything and i'm like so weird right but they did get together at that point and this is where you know junior even though the love rock worked his whole plan was you know what as soon as he sees her face and then remember at the wedding, the hide- well, the hideous tuxes they're wearing. But he goes, oh. Dad, why don't you go see? Why don't you go see Lawanda? And he's like, Oh, don't you know it's bad luck? So <laughs> then, of course, he has to think of a way to do it. And he somehow sets up this rope thing. Nobody sees the. No one's watching him at all. He's literally doing it in the middle of the aisle. Like I no know. one sees. And I, I do like the fact that she's walking and you don't see her face. Like she's like all you oh, see is the back great. of her. So no one, no one expected that. Yeah. But when she falls and she gets up and looks at him and it's perfect. And she's like, she gets so close to him. She's like this $356,000 for next date, no surgery. And I'm like, Oh my God, 300, just get married next week. Yeah, at this yeah. point, she's spite marrying. Just but the fact that the, kid the off. fact that she, like she, she talks to him like I won, you try to get me and I beat yeah. you. You know, that's, that was awesome. Yeah. However, unbelievable. <laughs> however, oh. somehow this little girl could drive a truck. <laughs> she has a friggin' truck, like a cat, like a dump truck, and she's carrying the love rock, which I'm guessing it's close to that park. I would guess so. But we get this very Indiana Jones ish scene. Oh. 
the way she <laughs> drops this love rock. And I just had to play this clip because just the way it ends is like, to me, unbelievable. <laughs> Look at this. The, the, just seeing this rock go down. And the, dude, this is, I know obviously okay. this thing's made out of like plastic or something, but there's some, but think about how like many people could have been murdered. How yeah. many people could have been murdered by this rock? And who's cheering? Junior and Trixie are like cheering like this is the greatest thing ever. Look at him. He's doing like double arms up like his team just scored a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. And I love the this priest okay, jumping okay. into the water. Wait, wait, was that really a jump though? What was that? Like he's diving into like a two foot fountain. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at the credits. The, well, I watched the credits for a second and the priest's name was like Buffalo Bill something. <laughs> like a random name but what does she do she goes you know uh, what i'm rich i'm white i'm gonna tell this thing to stop right here Yeah. what does she think okay this made no sense either what did she think was gonna happen she's talking to a rock she's literally talking to a rock like she's trying to use a force that looks like she's I, trying to use a force yeah well you know what it did not work at all because it, <laughs> it, it it ran her over her force is done Based on this movie, I'm surprised like they didn't make her look like flat into the ground because the rock ran over her. And like, I know her, they did the more they did the other option of oh let's just have the ground press. So she's so strong. She made a metal that the, her body <laughs> it pushed her nothing in. happened to it. The ground got hurt. Yeah, that's what happened a, in this. I'm scenario. trying to think of what movie was that. There was that someone got ran over and he became oh no it was it fish called Wanda no was it fish called Wanda. One of those that he got ran like no, it wasn't Fish Called Wonder. It was a, that he they basically flattened them out. Maybe it was like the Naked Gun or something. Might have been Naked Gun, I think. Roger Rabbit, he gets flattened out and then he blows himself back up. Oh, I don't know, but yeah, I, I could have seen like it, them happen. This happening in this movie. Yeah, but this is the part like, we right see this. Yeah, dog poop. We see dog poop again. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was a mountain. The same, and it, it again. It's a massive like like <laughs> just like it's such a gag. Like it's such a silly gag. You know, like to have it, but, but yeah, it worked. Okay. And then this is where uh, they run over. You have the uh, the nurses there yelling at her daughter, like, "How could you do this?" Because again, her daughter should be in juvie after this. She almost murdered many people, and somehow this woman, uh, Lawanda, is like for some reason okay. But they're talking. And, well, but the by the way, yeah. no one. They saw the rock rolling over her. No one went over to her and helped her. I know. Only Paul Wilson. Again, she's the richest person in town. She runs yeah. the bank. Her family runs the bank. Everybody's no like, No one yeah, was whatever. concerned. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, even Ben, he ran to Junior. He wanted to get Junior out of the way. So then they're talking and Big Ben's like, man, you got to get over there. You got to get her out. You got to marry her. And he's like, dad, I don't want to marry her. And he's like, I want to be with nurse Amy. And he like puts his armor on her. And then, and then this is. The part, this is like, again, I kind of mentioned earlier, but the reason the movie didn't make sense that much at this point, it does make sense because he's the one who wanted to be with her the whole time because he needs the money. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go try him and Paul Wilson, get her up. And he says, I love you. And she's like, oh, did you just say you love me? And they make out. And I'm like, what? The oh, okay. That was gross. But yeah, is she like, but she, so is she desperate like that's again they, they yeah. don't explain why she wants to get married because fine john ritter is the new hunk single guy that come in there but grandpa like and she's excited about that too like it's just so weird it doesn't make sense i forgot to mention do you remember the photo of her ex-husbands that are in her office they're all john ritter 
Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. different hair, different <laughs> outfits and stuff. That was pretty funny. Again, that's not a gag, like a psych gag. Like it's this movie is such a sketch comedy. It's yeah. it's really like each scene is just silly. It's like silly, silly. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. Him and the nurse, like they don't even kiss. I don't think. I think he just like pulls her th- in yeah. close, and then they just do the the great end of the movie. Very TV ish. Uh, maybe because Brian directed it, they did the walk away. Yep. Credits are rolling, music's playing, and uh, yeah, it's a problem child too. James, this is so cool when we do this, and it happens to be like a first watch. So, uh, would you recommend somebody watch this movie? Uh, you know, okay, so you know, it's it, it, it's not as bad as Pink Panther two. You know, it's I'm 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 looking at this movie for the audience. It is so you know, is it an adult movie? No, like if you don't have any children and you want, I don't think it's an adult movie. I don't think you're gonna like it. It's silly. It's gross. Uh, is it a kids movie? I, it's I don't know. It's fine line. But however, I think that it's it's hard to say. Like if if you if you watch the first one, definitely watch the second one. If you've never seen this one, I would just well then it's then you're gonna be going back to the second one anyway. I would say watch the first one, but then you're gonna watch the second one. I I would say if you haven't watched them, don't watch this at all. But if you have, if you've seen the first one, then watch this one. That's how I'm going to say it. All right, you seem like you enjoyed it. I'm shocked. Uh, no, I know, no, no, I I did not enjoy it. Um, it, it but again, it, again, it's a kids movie, right? So I, I have to look groan. at it. No groans. I heard, no. Well, you didn't like the vomiting. It was gross. No, it was. It, it just I just don't understand. I don't know the I don't know the audience it's for. I don't think it's a kids movie because. You have again sex scenes and innuendos and and not cursing but calling a little girl a bitch and you know gross like it's so it's not a kids movie but it, yet it's not an adult movie like if you if you're watching this with your like maybe you know like middle school kid fine but it's geared towards younger kids I think and so like I don't know who the audience is that's yeah. that's the, that's the thing I say you got to watch this movie uh, I think <laughs> seeing a kid. That is, it's very rare in movies over like really, maybe uh, Scott Schwartz like in the toy how good he was interacting with like again a legend Richard Pryor. I think I think of John Ritter in that same light uh, as a comedic actor how great he was over the years, and this kid is just so good. They're just so good together, and even seeing like with Gilbert and the way he interacts with like Lorraine Newman and Jack Warden. He, I think, just watching his performance, not even not knowing like what audience is for, he he's just so good. It's kind of and like even like you said, Trixie is so good in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. Does does he turn it up compared to the first movie? Like, how does he compare? As I mean, I know he does a lot of. I'm talking about just like his his timing and everything. Like, how is he? Oh, he's good. I think he's just a natural. I think he's just yeah. a natural. The first movie wasn't even that long before this. A year before they probably got done filming it. It was like now, a quick turnaround. Did he do anything before this or was like the first one, like his first thing? So like, I, I find that amazing. Like, like, you know, to be that's that young to, to own your own movie, you know, it's not like, you know, it's one thing if you were like a side thing in a movie and you're like, all right, you know, act is not for me, but like he was the star of, of a movie and a sequel and to leave acting so quickly that's like that's very bizarre and yeah i mean clearly like acting wasn't for him but man i i I, you know it's funny i wonder if his parents were upset about that because clearly he could have been money i mean he was so young when he started you know or Or maybe maybe he's just like over it 
Yeah, yeah. it could have been that. So in this, so how about this? He, here's his credits. So for you're right. The first, so the first one was his first movie. Then he was on the series. He was on Amen. He was on a character called Max on one episode of Amen. There was a Beach Boys song called Problem Child that he was in the video. He was on Monsters Today. Then he was on Problem Child 2. This is all 1991. Then he was in Drexel's class. Oh, the redheaded teen in Forrest Gump, random person. Platypus Man. Oh, and he plays Russian teen in Eraser in 1996. Uncredited, and that's it. So he had a, like a, basically like a six-year... And, and then again, even but in that six years, he had like bit parts after starring in his movie. Like I think that's the it, whole it just, like talking with child actors over the years of doing this podcast. But you like, don't. But you. It's that hard transition. That. It is, but you don't see that too often. You know. Oh uh, no. It's and again, he started like again it, being a side. Like I can understand even the girl though. Like she, she really didn't do much either. And and you know this could have been her big break. And I'm surprised. You know, like I. Who knows? Yeah. No, but uh, yeah. So Problem Child 2, that was fun. So remember a few things before I mention the next movie that we're going to be covering. Uh, if you're if you're, if you're a dog if catcher. If you're a dog catcher who stuffs, stuffs your, their bra, stuff your bra with tissue and have ever had rabies before, let us know. Yeah. At sequels only. And then uh, Larry Hankins book, <laughs> That Guy. I'll have that in the episode notes and I'll make sure to put it on our website, sequelsonly.com. So the next movie we're going to be covering, we're going to be a little bit a week late when it comes to the actual subject of the movie. Uh, I'm talking, uh, we're finally covering a Leprechaun movie. So obviously St. Patrick's first Day one. is next. I've never seen part. one. Wow. So we're starting with uh, Leprechaun Returns, a direct sequel to the original movie, which I think is pretty neat. And uh, I got the chance to interview the Leprechaun himself, uh, actor, Lyndon Porco. Uh, man, Lyndon was so cool. Starting as a child actor, you know, grew up in Canada. He like got into acting. He was like five or six years old. And then he had some great stories because he was in the movie Little Man. So he had some cool stories about working with the Waynes brothers. And man, it's just all it's so many cool stories over the years because for him to play this big role, he needed to be able to nail the voice because he did the voice of Leprechaun. But he went from being like a body extra in cult of chucky like a year before to landing this role in 2018 which is like so big for him and then from there man he's been crushing it. a babysitter's guide to monster hunting if you haven't seen that it's on it's a netflix movie great if you have a kid my daughter loved it i thought it was so cool he was just in nightmare alley he had some stories about working on that movie and guillermo del toro and watching the way everybody worked on set and uh no he, he's super young still because he started doing this all when he was a kid. So he's like in his mid-20s. Uh, and uh, things are going good for him. So yeah. So that's what's going to be next week. And then after that, the week after, you'll be hungover after all your green beer. And then on that Thursday, you can listen to us. Leprechaun Returns. We'll talk about that direct sequel. Pretty excited for it. Because I watched a little bit of it. He nails some of the voices. I think it's shot really cool. Uh, so I'm pretty excited for it. So yeah. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media at Sequels Only, and don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.